0: quest for 100 is bought to you by swishy jeans ever wear jeans and wonder i wish people noticed me i wish i was heard wonder no more with swishy jeans it's all the look of the 21st century with the volume of the 20th century visit www.notasponsor.com to get your pair today
1: well, welcome back to uh, Quest for One Hundred. Uh, your hosts Brian and Justin here with you.
0: Hello, hello. Uh, w- in. W-
1: we're continuing the journey, despite popular belief and maybe uh, lack of interest.
0: There's a lot of there's a lot of doubters out there.
1: A lot of doubters. A lot
0: of doubters. Um, but there's some excited people. I, I know my mom is really excited. For when we uh, first post our, our, our first one here, uh, my wife was a little bit interested.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so I, you know, I we'll did. See. I did
1: hear um, a uh, a listener. Well, I guess not a listener. A fan uh, asked if he was actually joining us on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. So he he we had. Maybe inferred that he was going to be our guest. Oh. On his oh, so you... second podcast, <laughs> unfortunately, oh. unfortunately, we're we're not quite set up to we, do that. Sorry, Kyle. I, we
0: we need <laughs> interns. We need interns for the podcast so they can set up our uh, guests on this on yeah, the show
1: soon. Soon. Uh, but uh, yeah. So welcome back. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't. We haven't posted our first podcast yet, but we decided we're going to record a second one. The first one's coming, so yes. that means if you're listening to this one, the first one was posted. So make sure yep. you listen to that one if you haven't already. Yeah.
0: We might be a little bit better this time, but I, I still think that the uh, craziness and mess of the first one um, will bring you in for the second one. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah.
1: So it's been been about a week since we uh, last recorded our, our first podcast, um, you know. Just to, to catch you up on on our little segment here, we've got since last time. Uh, for me, since the last time we recorded, I, I did check out the uh, Enchant at Safeco Field the the holiday oh, lights. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, it was um, it was cool. It was cool. Okay, little little pricey. I went on the weekend. Okay, um, went on Friday, I believe. Um, I think it was like thirty bucks or mm-hmm. something like that. Um. But, you know, a lot of lights, a lot of photo opportunities.
0: Why don't you tell a little bit about, like, what it is for our our non-local listeners. So, non-local
1: listeners, Um, this uh, Enchant is a holiday light maze that uh, has taken over Safeco Field. I think it's something like 30,000 lights or some crazy number. Um, You know, it's all on the the field at Safeco Field. Um, So, it's taken over the entire... Um, infield and outfield, uh, you know, there's a little maze, there's some ice skating rinks. Uh, there's also some, uh, uh I guess market per se. Oh, okay. Um, some, some vendors. Buy some Christmas gifts there? Yeah, you could, you okay. could. I did not. Oh, okay. Um, interesting number of gifts. Um, but, uh. Yeah, so it was an interesting experience. You go on a little scavenger hunt uh, to find the uh, reindeer. Santa has lost his reindeer. Oh, wow. They're all throughout the, the maze. And, and then at the end, if you get all nine of them, you get a candy cane. So
0: Was it worth it?
1: Uh, I couldn't. We lost one of them, and we could not find oh, Cupid. And it took a while.
0: Wait, Cupid? Is Cupid a – Cupid isn't a reindeer. Yeah. Donner, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen. Com- oh,
1: cute. Q- yeah. You're right. I okay. take that back. We can edit that out. Yeah. Uh, but Cupid was the last one we, we found. Uh, he was laying down. Um, hard to see. Yeah, it, it was it was interesting. Um, lots of kids. But it was cool. Cool experience. Okay. I would suggest if anyone wants to check it out, go go on a weekday, not on a weekend. Less interesting. people. Interesting um so
0: so it was it was slammed there's a lot of people it wasn't there.
1: like slammed but you know you definitely if you wanted a nice photo you had to wait a while to mm. get everybody to clear out so they weren't in your photo yeah you know me the photographer videographer i i, I wanted some nice photos so. yeah
0: that's fair yeah yeah i uh i talked to someone who uh recently went to it on a weekday and they said no one was there yeah it was like two people yeah I was like, I don't. Maybe there's a middle ground there, like maybe, maybe a Friday night maybe. or something. I well, don't know. Well, yeah. or a Thursday night. Yeah. I don't know.
1: But yeah, I've I've been talking with. I did see. I did see that they have. Uh, I think a a dog day that you can bring your dog to. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So
0: very nice. Well, maybe we
1: can do that. What, what what's uh, what's new with you since last time? Well,
0: actually, I actually had a very eventful week. Um, aside from you know being you know busy around the, the workplace. Um, we, uh, my wife and I are actually going through a renovation of our kitchen. So we just started that. Uh, we actually, uh, what was it? Last weekend we did all of the demo, um,
1: by you yourself, uh, like, uh, you guys are doing this.
0: Yep. So, well, yes and no. So we did the demo ourselves. Uh, my wife helped me, um, you know, for a lot of it. And then I kind of took like a, almost a full day to just take out all the old cabinets. We had the I mean the ugliest kitchen that you could possibly think of um sorry for any of our older listeners but there are some it was some real like it was tile countertop like 70s style um the cabinets were Yellow very cabinets. uh the cabinets were white but mm-hmm. and and solid wood um but they just looked old and so um it just was a while and we've been meeting, we've been talking about doing it for a while now um but, uh, you know, what actually kind of sparked it was about a month and a half, two months ago, um, our refrigerator stopped working. Um, so that was fun. Our freezer still works. Our refrigerator stopped working. Um, our microwave stopped working about, you know, a couple months before that. Our dishwasher is super old, hasn't been working. And so basically three of the four major appliances in our kitchen were not working. So we were like, well, if we're going to get new appliances, we might as well just redo the whole kitchen. So we uh, – we demoed, which was a lot of fun. Um, also a lot of work. Uh, I think it's more work than it is fun. But, uh, but yeah, we uh, just kind of took a crow, crowbar. It's not as much sledgehammering as you think. A lot of people are like, oh, I want to come over and, like, you know, swing the, the sledgehammer. It's like, well, you know, uh, according to our contractor, um, like, he's like, yeah, you don't want to really do that because it's just going to cause more work for you. Um, but it is – it is fun to swing that sledgehammer at like some wood and just like,
1: <laughs> just, like did you make some noises when you did it? Oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: Uh, I took some videos too, yeah. so um, it was that was worth it. But I only got a couple swings. Oh, I did. You do kind of because of the tile. I did get to swing a lot more on the tile because mm, you have to break yep, that up. Right. Um, but the cabinets, they say, you know, just take a crowbar and yep. they'll nicely come out. I was like yep. eh, that's boring, but um, but yeah, so did That and then actually yesterday, um, our contractor just started on the kitchen, so he's doing a little bit of the demo that we missed. Um, and then uh, he was fixing the walls today, and then um, tomorrow, um, he is starting with the cabinet install. So, um, exciting, yeah, it's crazy. D- uh, being an adult, it's it sucks. Hashtag adulting, hashtag adulting, it's expensive and drains your brain and and don't do it don't do it that's that's my um advice for the young folk just stay young
1: well so i i you know next we would move towards our our fans since the last time and i think we kind of already recapped most of our fans <laughs> and what, what they thought about us uh, since the last time we visited but again kyle we will get you on this podcast we promise so please we promise. please stick with us um Interestingly, you know Kyle works for for a local aviation company um, here in Seattle. So, you know that kind of was maybe the genesis for why we wanted to bring him in this week because we are going to talk about travel and airplanes. Mm-hmm. So let's do a little bit of news. What what's in the news for for the airplane and, and travel industry? In the news, well you know i'll jump
0: into mine um not uh this is actually travel related not uh plane related but i thought this was really fascinating i'm I, you know if anybody's like me you know i'm not i'm not the most on top of news but i like to you know see some interesting stuff that that pops up and so this actually happened in um like you know a couple weeks ago but um there was i don't know if you guys have heard of this but there was a runaway train um, in Australia, that basically went for about fifty miles and uh was just nonstop. Like the guy was like cleaning it or doing whatever in like the cockpit, um, where or, or wherever you you run the train from. Um, I should know this. I I, I play a lot of. Uh, oh, it, it, is it the engine room? No, where he, where he drives. What's that? That's not the engine room. I'm going to call it a cockpit. I think it's a cockpit. Brian's going to fact check me on this one. But anyway, so the guy was like cleaning it or, or like doing some maintenance on it and like stepped off the train, which apparently, you know, there's protocols in place where... the. Go ahead,
1: Brian. The locomotive.
0: Okay. So neither of us knew that. No. Um, well, I
1: just say or engine. All right. That's a stretch. It's a locomotive. Locomotive we or engine.
0: Uh, either way. Um, so the guy was like, doing his maintenance, he stepped off for a minute, which again, there's protocols in place where there would be breaks on, which he said, you know, he followed all those protocols, but essentially something happened where the train just started moving. And so I think it was traveling up to like 60 or 70 miles per hour on this track. And no one was, This is, the good news is that no one was in it, but it also like no one was in it. So it was literally a runaway train with no destination and just going down in, in Australia. And so what they, um, you know,
1: it, how fast was it going?
0: I think it was like sixty or seventy miles per hour. So, wow. um, you know, had some. Now they knew right away, and they, so they were trying to find a solution. They talk about like on a, a timetable of like trying to figure something out because eventually mm-hmm. that's going to hit a destination
1: or something. Yeah, there's a lot of movies like that with you know like nuclear bombs. <laughs> yeah, those. like speed,
0: like yeah. every speed movie. Yeah. <laughs> So, basically, that was what it was for trains uh, in, in this Western Australia one. And um, so, it's like going on. And so, their solution that they came up with, which I thought was, you know, wise, was that they went down the track and they basically broke the track and rode it off because they couldn't you – can't, you can't just stop it. So, um, they, like, basically created a track so that it would run off and so that this train – would just run off the track, and the pictures. And I know this is a podcast, and you can't see it. I recommend looking it up. But the pictures of the like crash were just unreal. Like, um, just like it basically looked like a bunch of like piled up uh, garbage that uh, that came about, and it just looks like a post apocalyptic post apocalyptic world um, you know, with all the train, you know, just metal everywhere and, and, um, and whatnot. It was, it was crazy. I was, it made me think of, uh, I I know, I don't know if, I don't know if, do you play video games at all, Brian? A little bit. Okay. So, um, I'm really big into Red Dead Redemption right Mm -hmm. now, um, which is a lot of fun, big time suck. Um, but a part of that game is you can um, you can jump on trains and rob trains. And I was thinking about that here. I was like, well, you could just get on a horse and ride alongside the train and just jump on it. And then you can just go into the locomotive and then turn it off. Um, but something tells me that that's a little unrealistic. So,
1: yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe. So, well, you know, th- that brings me to my news. Uh, and, and it does have to do with planes. <laughs> um, uh, Mexico's new president is selling his ver- version of Air Force One. And he's what? flying commercial instead. What? Is yeah. he, that's crazy. Yeah. Is he trying to make a statement or something? Um, I, you know, from from the quotes that that I was reading, he just believes that um, having that luxurious, lavish lifestyle mm-hmm. is just not him, and, and he doesn't. Okay. He couldn't see himself doing that. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, there's some tweets out there from back in September when he first started doing this um, and flying commercially, where he's just sitting in you know next an row and. And That's, flying commercially with all the rest of the people. and wow. Pretty interesting. Um, I, I'd be interested to know what the security detail, um, you know, was needed and yeah, kind of crazy. I huh? mean, I'm
0: sure – I wonder if he, like, takes up, like, half the train now. I wonder if it's actually a negative or a positive thing that he's doing that. Like, because in some ways it feels like a little bit of a PR thing, like I'm a man of the people mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but then also, like, I bet a lot of the responses to your point of – well, I'm sure he's got half the plane of bodyguards that are like, you know, all around him. And now I can't travel home for the holidays because, you know, the president's on my plane. It,
1: it appears that the people immediately sitting around him based off of this video uh, are not with him. So, oh, okay. um, you interesting. know, interesting. May, maybe they I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I can't imagine that the President of the United States doing that. No. But, um, no. Uh, just kind of an, an interesting, interesting um, bit of news.
0: Speaking of, uh, Air Force One, kind of that thing, I actually, um, this is also, you know, not in the news per se, but, um, you know, since last time I went to the, um, Museum of Flight over the weekend, yeah. um, we had a, a kid's birthday party that we went to which was really cool um and then we got to walk around afterwards It was my first time there so we kind of breezed through it but um but we got to go in the, i don't know if you've been but we got to go in that air force one mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. i thought that was really cool like it was um so it was the air force one for what was it kennedy nixon uh johnson yeah in no particular order there but um and just oh man it looked like you walked into like a nineteen seventies like shack, or <laughs> I don't. It was very retro, and it was really cool. It was probably my favorite part of that whole. Yeah, because I
1: think that was I think that was the last one before the seven forty seven. Okay, I, I, yeah, because it was the smaller body plane. Yeah, I think then they went to, onto the the big big seven forty seven. Yeah, plane.
0: yeah. I mean, it felt pretty small for you know the president to be yeah. riding in, and yeah. and even like the beds and stuff. Now I don't know if he's like sleeping on those planes, but mm-hmm. like. The Beds seem pretty. I could not fit in them, and I'm well, I mean, I'm six, too, so kind of tall, but yeah, uh, they must have been pretty short. So, well,
1: anyway. you know, since we're we're uh kind of uh dropping a little bit of facts, oh. why don't we drop a little, little more knowledge? Oh,
0: okay, all right, knowledge
1: bomb. we'll talk a little bit about um, you know, flight and in, and in, in planes. So, uh, I think. You know, we probably all learned this at some point, but I think you know having the the dates uh, as a refresher um, is sometimes helpful. But the Wright brothers, yes, started of started uh, were the first uh, accredited flight, nineteen oh three. Yes, uh, they flew two hundred or excuse me, one hundred and twenty feet. That's all okay. they flew. That, that's all they went.
0: That's literally their whole story. Is they went one hundred and twenty feet. One
1: hundred and twenty feet. At Kitty Hawk. Yep. Wow. That's it.
0: I feel like the wind can take you on her
1: feet. <laughs> I I mean, I guess. But hey,
0: kudos to them because I probably would have been a bum in nineteen oh three. But I that. think
1: I think you know put that in perspective. You know, you know you're talking one hundred and fifteen years, and what has happened in that one hundred and fifteen years mm-hmm. in terms of flight? Now we've been to the moon. We've you know launch thing you know we just had the Mars lander happen mm-hmm. last week yeah um you know so we've we've sent things outside of our orbit within hundred years, yeah I think it's pretty crazy when we couldn't even go a hundred that's
0: that's one of those things to me um you know technology in general and it, it i'm I'm sure everybody says this you know in the course of history, right, where you're like. I can't even comprehend what's, you know, in the future. And this is a perfect example where it's like, uh, like, all right, well, we were making airplane, <coughs> excuse me, airplanes and, um, you know, all these different technological advances, certainly from a travel perspective, but across the board. And then to get to where we are now, it's like, well, really, like, what else is there? What else can we do? I mean, mm. we have the SpaceX programs and all this other stuff. Maybe that is the next step where, you know, people will. It'll be commercialized where we're actually, like, sending people up on a, a more regular basis. Um, but, man, that's – it's just – it's it's shocking. And sometimes I think about it right now. I'm like, well, like, there isn't much more we can do. But in 50 years, they're going to look back and be like, yeah, look at those bums when they were in, you know, 2018. And they're like – they were nothing at that point because right. this breakthrough technological right. thing. It's, we could
1: only get to the moon and yeah. – and- that's the, our you, 120 feet.
0: You know what? Our podcast
1: could be that.
0: Our podcast could be revolutionizing the pod world. Wow,
1: it could be deep. Could be deep stuff there. You, there. I, you know, some some other stats that I have is is um, you know we always talk about, or I don't know if if we always talk about it, but I always hear that airplane travel is actually safer than than driving in a car. Hmm. Um, you know, one of the stats that I saw was. Was um, you know one in eleven million flyers will die because of of you know their air airline travel. Sure. Whereas one in five thousand uh, what people in cars will will you know die oh, because of driving a car.
0: That's kind of grim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but it is crazy, and I think that that's that's a perfect example of. Um, You know, control, right? Like you are driving the car and you feel like you have all of the control. Really, you don't. I mean, there's all those other cars that are on the road that are more in control of your destiny than you are. Um, But at least you feel like you can control that, whereas in a plane you're like, I'm putting my faith in you. And that's, you know, I I still, every every time I get on a plane, like I'm not like afraid of it, but I get a little nervous, Mm -hmm. you know, get a little of the butterflies, if you would.
1: The the last the last little tidbit that I've got is uh uh did you know Alaska Airlines was the first airline to have online check in in nineteen ninety nine. Really? Yeah. I, huh. I saw that online.
0: That's pretty neat. Yeah. Oh man, I wish our guest was
1: here. That would have yeah. been good. <laughs> Yeah. Seattle. You know? Rep in Seattle. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty cool technology and
0: Wow. All right. Yeah, 1999 was pretty early for yeah, something like that. Yeah, like, I don't know just, that
1: how much I was on the internet in 1999. I don't I think I, think I had to go into my parents' work in 1999
0: to to go on the internet?
1: Yeah. What was I in 1999?
0: You I was nine, 9 years old. I was 9 years old, so I would have been in Yeah, I don't think I was on the internet. Oh, should, we did should, have inter-
1: Should we uh should we just go back in the
0: day? Oh, go back in the day? We'll go back in the day. And when I was nine years old, oh, I was in – so I would have been in like third grade. I think that might have been time when um, internet for me – and this isn't travel related, but, but internet for me um, was a little bit accessible at school. And I'm trying to remember back. Like Oregon Trail, was that popular around that time? I feel like it was.
1: Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, so I remember playing Oregon Trail in third grade. So I would have been that would have been like ninety four, ninety five. So Oregon Trail in ninety nine probably was okay. like way more advanced. Sure. Um, yeah, I I can't exactly remember what.
0: Yeah, because I feel like I remember playing Oregon Trail at school um, a little bit, and they us having computers, certainly in fifth grade, and I think we might have had it in in third and fourth grade too. Um, Nowadays, uh, this is flash forward, um, but my wife being a teacher, like a lot of these kids, you know, depending on the district will have, everyone has like their own iPad or computer. And it's like before, I mean, we're not even that old, but, um, but just to even have like a computer or, or couple computers in the room was like a big deal. Um, I can't even imagine for, for our older listeners, like, you know i would have loved to have been in one of those rooms with like those old computers and just like that takes up the whole room kind of thing but what yeah. were what um, were you doing you then? know
1: i i'm i'm having a hard time remembering 1999 exactly but um 1998 um the the WSU Cougars went to the the Rose Bowl oh um and i remember going to that okay um and uh, being being able to experience that, um, both my parents went or uh, work at w, Washington State University. Obviously, the Cougars lost. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, we we had uh, a pretty good team. Pretty good team. Ryan Leaf was was the quarterback.
0: Oh, was that when he got drafted really early and then it sucked Pey-
1: in the NFL? Peyton Manning. <laughs> You know,
0: he, does that hurt you? Does that hurt you to think about Ryan Leaf as like one of the biggest busts of all time? No, no, because I guess he was good in college. He was good right? in college. So like he did what yeah, he needed he, him to do. Yeah,
1: and, and um, you know he's had a very turbulent uh, life. Now okay. he's on the up and up. Okay, good. Um, good motivational friend. speaker. You know he was in jail for a while. All yeah, that kind of
0: stuff. I knew there was some yeah. troubled times.
1: Yeah, we're we're really digressing yeah we are let's do a uh, a
0: 101 on uh ryan leaf and the history
1: but yeah so so i travel related i remember going to that game um uh lots of fun um you know really throughout my my life i i did travel quite a bit when i was young um with both my parents working uh at wsu they they would always take me to the same um, you know conferences every year. So pretty much since I was born, yeah, you know once or twice a year I was on a on a plane. So I was a pretty regular traveler, yeah, even as a kid.
0: Okay, um, so. I I, uh, I don't I think my first plane ride was actually um, to the Bahamas, um, which is pretty cool. We went to Atlantis. Um, and it was awesome. They had that, uh, Oh, what was it? They had this like huge slide, um, that was like super tall that you'd like come down and then there's like sharks swimming in the water alongside. It was, it was awesome. As a kid, it was, it was awesome, but it was, it was pretty late. I think it was, I was probably like ah, 10. I don't know. I'm going to guess 10. I'm probably wrong with that. Um, but, uh, it, well interesting for my family is that my, as as far as i know and maybe this has changed uh my oldest brother who's about 10 or 11 years older than me has never been on a plane um maybe like a small little one but never
1: how is that possible
0: he just hasn't he's driven i mean like east coast you can drive a lot of places yeah yeah um we used to do a family trip down to disney world which would you know be like a two-day endeavor on through car and we'd all jump in the van um so yeah they're really and then you know he had a family and so he doesn't really hasn't really traveled but i've been trying to get him to come out west him and and my other siblings as well um and i've had some of them visit but uh just that's
1: a that's a long flight for for your your first trip yeah 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 yeah.
0: um so i remember
1: a couple kids in college we we took down to texas and from Portland to Texas, I mean that's a pretty good flight for your first flight. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah. Well, let's get back into some. We went down uh memory lane there for a second, but let's uh let's get back to dropping some knowledge for you folks. Um, so, did you have any more to contribute? I'm good. Okay. No, nope, I got. Yeah. I'm- so, I, I mean, mine. I was more. This is more because Brian kind of filled us in some history with the planes and. Um, I'll, I'll I guess i'll I'll round it out just a little bit. Um, you know, I don't have as in depth, but for your trivia folk out there, this stuff might be helpful. Um, so actually I, I kind of did like a, a big piece, big history kind of step by step in in travel um, as what I thought of some of the the first big things and and um, in 1830 was the actual first train, which was uh, in Liverpool called the Manchester Railway. Um, it didn't go very fast, but it got people – it was the first one that went, like, from, you know, station to station. Hmm. Um, so I thought that was cool. And then uh, in 1862, which actually was earlier than I thought it was um, – Wait, what was the first date? Uh, 1830. Okay. So it was another 30 years, 32 years later, uh, was the first gasoline engine automobile by uh, – I'm going to butcher this. I think it's a French guy, uh, Lenore, L-E-N-O-I-R. Um But uh, he made the first gasoline auto, so you you go from, you know, 30s years later, you finally have like an automobile, and then in 1900 um, was actually right before uh, the Wright brothers was uh, Ferdinand von Zeppelin, uh, which launched the first uh, airship, which I think you know started to maybe inspire. I actually thought that that would have been maybe afterwards, but I guess it's like a big blimp. Yeah, it's a Um, balloon. Balloons have been around for a while. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Not that big of a balloon, though. That was pretty cool. But but I think I could be wrong here. I totally am assuming this. And the whole reason why I put that in there is because I totally forgot of, like, Led Zeppelin. And I'm, like, wonder if they were somehow – I don't know how it was referencing or connected, um, but their naming of their band somehow, like, related to a – I know sometimes when you think of like Led Zeppelin, certainly they have some of the artwork there. I don't know if you like Led Zeppelin or listen to Led Zeppelin. I'm not like a diehard fan, but I do like them. Um, is like they're naming when they're going through names. They're like, let's do like a Zeppelin, which is like a big airship, which is, you know, outdated now. Um, anyway, long story short, then the Wright brothers did it in 1903, which you, you touched on. Um, but then in 1961 was that first man space mission, um, designed by Sergei Korolev, Totally butchered that. Um, and it uh, <laughs> made
1: two orbits Way around Way drop knowledge. Yeah,
0: I'm dropping it really knowledge. That's, uh, it It does help. Um, but I, honestly, that I thought it was kind of interesting just to see it from a date perspective. There's obviously a lot of travel-related stuff, um, but those are some things that's it's like, oh, wow, like, you know, within 130 years, which, you know, might sound like a lot might might not sound like a lot i don't think it sounds like a lot in terms of human history we've went from you know the very first like moving you know machine that transports people to then you know transporting people into space
1: and basically that's, basically two generations yeah if you think that, somebody's gonna live about 65, right 65 70 years right um
0: so i thought that was pretty cool um but then just kind of getting into like current times um I, you know, kind of just dropping some stats here, um, in terms of most traveled cities, I thought it was interesting, you know, some of this stuff, um, wasn't too surprising to me, but, uh, you know, if, you know, the, if I asked you what was the most traveled city in the U S you would say New York, New York. Yeah. So very easy there, Chicago. Um, so New York has 60 million visitors overall every year. Chicago is number two, uh, in the U S but the one that was surprising to me was Atlanta, Atlanta's the number three most visited city, and I don't get it
1: is so what is it what is it telling as a visitor because it's it's you know atlanta uh airport is the busiest airport in the world, hmm. so is it considering that that uh a visitor is someone who just you know comes and stays in their airport at mm-hmm. some point and has a layover and or is it someone physically coming out? Uh, you know, to the city. I then? would
0: say I would be very shocked if it was based off of airport travel because if I used air, you know, um, Atlanta as like a layover location, I would never say that I visited. Yeah, Atlanta. but
1: but how do you? So as a visitor, oh, I guess there's a metric, right? Right. Yeah. So like, how how would you measure who's coming in into your city? Well, air travel coming in, you're not necessarily. Worrying about what the air travel going out is right because you can't determine oh this person's coming to uh, the city just to have a layover or this person is coming to the city and going out and then they're you know flying out later right so right.
0: yeah and I think that might be the I, I so really
1: what you're what what the metric probably is is you have Atlanta with one airport. You have Chicago with two international airports and you have New York with three essentially.
0: Yeah, that could be true. Right. Um I would true. like to give the report the benefit of the doubt. I'll do a little bit of digging into it, but I'd like to give the report that it's not the they wouldn't say it's the most visited city if it truly is just the most like frequented travel spot for a, you know, like a layover or you know
1: it does have coca-cola there
0: true yeah Museum. i just i i i went to atlanta a year year and a half ago for, for business um and i didn't like it it was just i was i don't know it was hot so i was there in the summer so that was part of it maybe but um it just didn't seem like there was much to do for a for young young whippersnapper like myself i uh i Feel like there should have been a little bit more
1: stuff. You want going to take around. in a Braves game?
0: Uh, well, funny <laughs> story. Uh, I actually did go to a Braves game. Um, there, the new Braves stadium and all that other stuff. Never made it in.
1: Mm.
0: Um, so that was fun.
1: Uh, we'll have to have that. that for that's, another that's another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: um, oh, and then uh, just to kind of add to to that, um, so me- most traveled cities in the world, which hopefully has a little bit. Um, you know different logic with or whatever their metric is um is uh, this was actually surprising to me that um bangkok uh thailand was the most visited Hmm. um with 22 million um outside like international visitors um so i thought that was kind of cool um then the second two were london with um 20 Mm -hmm. million and then paris as number three Hmm. Uh, which i i get london and paris when i think of travel locations i would i would. You know, I haven't been to either, but I would love to go to both. But Bangkok was one that I was like, whoa, that's
1: pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Again, I wonder, um, is Bangkok a jumping off point for a lot of people who are traveling to, you know, the southeast?
0: I wonder, too, like, you know, when you think of uh, – I mean, I think I would even almost trust the uh, – the international visitors a little bit more just because maybe that metric is like you go through customs, right? Like if you go through customs, you're in the Correct. country, you're yep. visiting. Yep. Um, so you know, that could be whereas like if we're traveling over to Atlanta, but it was a layover in Atlanta, like maybe their metric of traveling is a little different. Yep. But um, but yeah. Nevertheless, I thought it was it was pretty cool. Have you uh, Re-
1: regardless, I think it's gonna be a, a long flight. Yeah to uh, To get you over to Bangkok or yeah. even Atlanta from here is long yeah, flight. It is so, um, you know. Maybe we should we should talk about travel buddies and, and a little friendship test.
0: Oh, let's do it.
1: So our our first friendship test of the day uh, has to do with whether you're a window person. An aisle person, or God forbid, a middle middle oh,
0: seat. Geez. Are you out there? Are <laughs> you out there? Because uh, there, I bet there are people. I bet there are people that. But it's not us, though. I hope it's not us, or, or we're ending
1: this podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm I'm not a middle person. <laughs> okay, good. Um, yeah, I can't. If I know the person that's next to me, I may select a middle or a middle over an aisle.
0: Okay. Yeah, but like that's if they want different. the window, but yeah. I think I think in this scenario, it's like, all right, you have the option. You don't know yeah, anybody. No, you're choosing. There are. There's got to be some weirdos <laughs> out there. Sorry if it's you guys, but there's got to be some middle people, and that's strange. You need to confess your sins um, because that's weird.
1: Well, you know, I um, I've had this discussion at work before, and some people will take a middle over a window. There, it is not. It's not a window or aisle. It's really? not window so like, one or, or aisle one and window two or aisle two. It's actually aisle one, w- uh, middle two, and window three. Okay.
0: Okay. I, so that so I, personally. strange, but I, I'll, I, it's okay. At least their first option is like something. Per, personally,
1: I, I'm a window person. Okay. Um, I, I, I've strayed a little bit this year. Interesting to an aisle.
0: <laughs> Why I, I
1: had to make a couple trips to Europe. Okay, um, and I d- determined that on those long, long flights, yep. anything over about six hours, I have to be an aisle person. Okay, I would prefer to be a window person, but but I can't. I'm I'm the type of person who, in a window, if I'm on a twelve or fourteen hour flight. I might be sitting there that entire time and not bothering the people next to me if I don't know them. And huh. I'm literally not gonna move. Wow. Yeah. That's I mean, I would probably I would probably be the same.
0: I would probably be the same. Whereas like an aisle seat, you're kind of you know, getting up a little bit more yeah. you're and you're stretching have a little bit more.
1: Freedom to do that and and I'm kinda of getting up there in age to where I <laughs> oh, yeah. old man brain. Yeah. I, I need to at least get up a couple of times, okay. Not, you know, um, just to get up and stretch and otherwise yeah. my, my legs start to hurt a yes. lot. Yeah. Um, but, but traditionally I'm a window person.
0: Okay. So, um, I'm going to actually, I'm with you on that. I'm a, a window person now. Um, I've always been a window person. I don't mind the aisle, but you know, that's the number two for me, but yeah. window is definitely, you know, my, I feel like passion. you have more
1: space as a window. Because you can – it's not necessarily spatially, but, like, you can then rest up against the window and feel comfortable mm-hmm. against the window. Where with the aisle, the problem I have with the aisle is uh, that into the aisle, you have to then worry about people coming by you and bumping mm-hmm. you. So, like, if you're trying to sleep or or really do anything, you have to worry about your outside um, elbow. Mm-hmm. And then I always feel bad because I don't want to take the armrest from the middle person,
0: mm. which is a whole nother thing we'll get into here in a minute here, um, but uh, so from from a from a aisle and window perspective, so for me, my my first thing was because I didn't travel till I mean I wasn't I was maybe ten eleven twelve I don't know around that age. Um, so for me, it was like, a, a, or a window was so cool. Cause you could look out the window, right? Like that was the coolest. Yeah. And I still enjoy moments and I get not upset, but when someone like doesn't use the window to actually look out of it, I'm like, what a waste. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that I've grown up a little bit since then to be like, well, I like the window because to your point, you can kind of, you know, get a little bit more space for like putting your head down and, you know, trying to sleep or whatever. I think that's good. I do like, I don't mind the aisle because, you know, we're both tall people. Sometimes you can like stretch your legs out when you know there's not traffic coming through. I think that's fine. I think, so I usually trap you know, probably four to five times I'm traveling with my wife. Um, so my wife, in the perfect scenario, I'm window, it would be like a two two row thing. And she would be the aisle, I would be the window because she needs to get up often um, you know, for, to stretch or use the restroom or whatever. Um, whereas I could sit there the whole entire time and be mm-hmm. fine. Um, and fun fact, uh, I have actually never been in a bathroom on an airplane. So, and I,
1: wow, yeah, that's impressive. I,
0: I also will add to that fun fact and say uh, a couple months ago, I just flew to, to Bali. So I was on like a 13 hour flight, I think was the longest one. Something like that. I guess I, I've made hours? the Hong Kong
1: I, – I made a Hong Kong flight and never got up. But it's – Never.
0: Uh, I've never been in – I've never even seen – I mean, I've seen it on TV, but I've never – Wow. Actually, like – That is yeah. amazing. And I'm not like – I mean, I, I travel, you know, probably four or five times it, a
1: year. Is there just like a, a – Cleanliness so, a, No, so here here's the thing. I Are you like a, sh- a little Sheldon Cooper from the Big Bang Theory type of thing?
0: Well, explain cuz I I actually don't watch the Big oh, Bang. Oh, you don't watch yeah. the Big
1: Bang Theory? Basically, he can't he can't um the only place he will go to the restroom is at his house. His house? Oh jeez, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's miserable. Uh because of germs and Oh yeah, cleanliness. I am
0: not like him. Uh, I could actually don't really care about that at all. Uh well, maybe a little bit. I, like it's somewhat clean. Um, So I think – I'm going to jinx myself now that I'm making this public, but I I think I have like an iron bladder. Like I I really can – I can last long times without going to the bathroom. And, um, you know, if I'm like – This
1: is – our podcast is going downhill.
0: (laughs) What? This is good. This is good. Um, But, yeah, so I can – uh, you know, go long periods without, but uh, so I and then I got to a point where so I I mentioned this to the people I was going to Bali with, and they're like, you're you're obviously gonna you know get up at some point to go, and I got up to stretch a couple times, um, but then it got to a point, I actually towards the end where I was like, I kind of need to go a little bit, but I cannot go because I must continue the stretch of no airplane like. I don't know what it is about my personality that like does this to myself, but it's like, no, this is who you are. Embrace it. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's kind of, that's, that's me now. It's me now. So
1: yeah, I don't even know where we go from here.
0: Well, well, okay. Well, I'll bring it back to something, you know, more, more calm here. But the, um, the one thing that I thought was really interesting is that, um, if you are, um, you're seated down, and you actually kind of alluded to this. Who has dibs on the armrest? Like who who truly has dibs on you know? You have three people that don't know each other, yeah. and two armrests. Who yep. gets those armrests?
1: I always say the middle person gets the armrest. Okay, Regardless, they get both of them. Okay, that that's who I give it up to. Okay,
0: because um, I I'm the same way, um, you know. But some people I've talked to have mentioned that like. Oh, it's it's kind of first come, first serve. If you sit down first, then you kind of have dibs on that. But if you're a middle, I mean, it's already bad enough if you're the middle yeah. seat. Like, give throw them a bone, right? right. That, like that's it's, the way
1: I feel too. Is you you kind of got to? Uh, it, you're you're all in this journey together, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah, uh,
1: and and you fortunately got the window or the aisle, and and those are the first picks that that always go. Sure. So give this person the middle, and they get the, the armrests. Yeah. A little. And they get
0: both? Do they do they get dibs on both armrests? Yeah.
1: I give both of them. Yeah. I, I give them both.
0: Okay. I mean, not that you have
1: the choice of giving right. them both,
0: but you your choices, if you had a choice, would be to give and them
1: And that's one of the reasons why I like I like the window. Yeah. It's because I'll squish up against the window in the side of the plane mm-hmm. and give them as much sure of the armrest that they they want mm-hmm. yeah i will say that uh
0: just related to space is that planes are not designed for tall people no it sucks yeah um
1: exit row is my friend
0: yeah i i see i never do exit row i always i don't know if it's late booking or whatever but i feel like i'm always towards like the back of the
1: plane you gotta check in 24 hours in advance oh, and check those exit rows Okay, it'll change. But your then life.
0: the exit rows. Then you have to be like certified in like letting
1: people exit or something.
0: Don't they train you? Don't they like do a mini training session every single time?
1: Yeah, they say. Have you read the the placard? Uh, in an event of an emergency, can you open up this door for us and help other people? That get is up? a
0: lot of pressure. I'm trying to travel stress free. You know, I don't want the pressure of saving people's lives on my my
1: hand. See, I would rather have that in my control than somebody else that I have to to potentially, uh, you know, help open the the door. Or
0: that's true. Again, a control thing. You control that. That's fair. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, kind of spinning off. Um. You know, are you the type of person that um. You know, playing plane lands you know everybody's anxious to get off you know are you the type of person that gets up into the aisles um you know they're like oh i'm ready to go like wait you know whether you're walking ahead or just stepping out there um or are you just going to sit in your seat until the person in front of you like
1: everybody's out and then you get up you get your bag and go out i'm a i'm a situation reader Okay. Um, If I have so, if I have my way, I'm I'm sitting there until the last possible second. Okay. Not worrying about trying to get out any faster um, because I can't really control the people in front of me. Is that if if um, if I'm on the aisle and I know somebody wants to stand up in the middle or Mm. the the window, I will get up. Okay, um, so
0: you're coming at it from a you don't want to piss anybody off, you want to make sure that everybody's kind of happy around you in a way, right? like you're not gonna a, jump ahead you're it's again only jump up to help that other person,
1: yeah, and I'm not jumping ahead i'm I'm standing up into the aisle right next to me uh and it's again the we're in this kind of journey together, sure, you know there's two hundred people on this plane, right. And I think it's the same way that I am with traffic. Uh, I try to do the best I possibly can to make the people behind me, uh, get off as fast as possible. And the way I do that is to make sure that I'm ready when I'm, you know, when I'm called upon, my bag is ready to go. So if my bag is up above, then I may, you know, grab it and throw it on my seat and stand up. Yeah, so that then I can get out. Yep. Um I like to be the person right on the tail of the the person I'm following as opposed to like, you know, way oh, behind. Oh, that's the worst. The, yeah.
0: Those are the worst when you're like, "Come on, you've been waiting for like 20 minutes. Like, you should be ready for yeah. this thing." Yeah, I think I align with that as well. Um, you know, just kind of wait. I, I it does irk me. Now, sometimes, you know, situationally, like if we're trying to catch a connector or whatever, like I might be a little more antsy. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the most part, it kind of pisses me off a little bit when, you know, people will like jump ahead or they see like an open like lane and maybe someone takes one second too long to grab their bag and then see someone like bolt up. I just think that's dumb. Like I, to your point, like we're all in this. We're all struggling together. We all want to get to our destination. What yeah. makes that person better yeah. than this other person to kind of jump ahead? Yeah. So I try to make. I think it is more from you know for both of us, maybe from a courteous standpoint of like you know we're, let's not. I'm not better than you to jump ahead. You know, so I'm gonna kind of let it go. Um, but
1: yeah. So once you get to the the airport, uh, are you on on those moving walkways? Yep. Are you a stander or are you a walker?
0: So uh, more often than not, I am a stander. I like, and, and a lot of this has been because I am a. Um, I don't know, like I've, I've traveling has been as of late, like the last couple years, more than I've traveled in the first, you know, twenty four years ish. Um, so because of that, like I'm going to a new place, and I'm kind of like. Oh like, you know, kid in the candy store like looking around, there's a lot of like, you know, signs and stuff of things Her to do. Team. Yeah, yeah. And so like I'm like looking around a lot, but so a lot of times I'll just kind of stand there. Now, mm-hmm. I, you know, situationally sometimes that'll change, but yeah. more often than not, I'm a stander. Yeah, right? I,
1: I'm I'm traditionally not a stander necessarily, but I'm not a speed walker. Hmm. Um the worst. I'm I'm kind of a a walker you know, because they have the the sides. You're supposed to be on the right side if you're going to stand, left side if you're going to walk. Yeah. What I like to do is walk on the right-hand side so that I'm kind of casually walking. Okay. So then I'm just walking faster than I would if the the escalator or the, the moving walkway wasn't there. Sure. Uh, but yeah. I'm not – just standing there and going as fast as the the moving walkway is. Yeah. So I've gone a little bit faster than I would okay. if I was traditionally walking it. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know why I do that. I just I I don't really ever stand there.
0: Yeah.
1: I, if I'm maybe in a conversation with somebody, then I might stand there. But traditionally, I, I'm kind of like a slow walker on the yeah. moving walkways.
0: Yeah. No. That I mean that makes sense, and I think. I think the the people, and I can like, you know, it's, I don't know if it's a lack of courtesy or what it is, but the people that are just like, I'm on a mission and like, get out of my way, like kind of like move to the, move to the right. And it's, it's kind of funny too. I think you see this more, you know, as someone who travels to the East coast a lot, you know, to travel home, certainly, you know, back to Philly, um, it is, it is more fast paced. Mm-hmm. I mean. There are, you will see less standards and that's why weirdly enough, like there's a lot of my personal traits that I resonate obviously on the East coast, but when it comes to like, you know, courteous, like even just, you know, being courteous of other people and just like, all right, I'll just be, you know, I'll, I'll stand on the side and let other people kind of do their thing or whatever. But like people are just on a mission on the East coast more, more than ever. Um, and, uh, yeah, there, there's a perfect example, not just of the walking thing, but I remember Um, we flew from Seattle to Philly, which is, you know, a pretty typical trip for us. And, um, we, um, when we left Seattle, there was these people, I think they were probably on the cars or whatever. And, um, you know, that travel around and transport people in the airports and super, super nice, like really like friendly, like every, actually everybody at the airport that we interacted with that, that trip in the Seattle airport was super friendly, really nice. Um, and then we get to Philly and the first person we see after we get off the plane is like this person on the cart, and I'm going to try not to be loud, but she's basically like move and like yelling at people like to get, get out the way, like whatever. And she's an employee of the airport, like transporting people. And she's like on a mission and, and, you know, God bless her. She's, you know, getting her job done and she's efficient and and good for her. But I was just like night and I was like, well, we're back home. (laughs) Like, here we go. So, Yeah.
1: Well so, you know, we're about 52 minutes in here. Okay. And thanks for anyone who's sticking <laughs> with us through this this uh journey that we're on. Yeah. But uh I think it's a little time for some delusional thinking.
0: All right. Well, um I was thinking about this and I wanted to pose this for our our little partnership here to think about. Would you trade in plane travel for the rest of your life, for one guaranteed safe trip to the moon, and I don't know where I stand with this, so I, I, I want to hear your thoughts, and I, I, I'll maybe that'll change my opinion on this. So
1: we're talking: you could never travel by by plane yep. for the rest of your life. Yep, but Keep you done. could you could take one trip to the moon. Correct. Does this mean you would never go back to the moon? Uh, yeah, it would
0: be just one trip, one trip, one trip to the moon.
1: Uh, and in, are we talking in my current profession or in like, because if you're in a profession that needs to travel at all.
0: Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, doesn't influence your work.
1: Doesn't influence my work. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would, I, would, I would trade it in. I, I would okay. I would go to the moon. Um, th- I think that's an experience that you could have that um, you know not many people have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I would think that I would get a little bit of accolades for that uh, okay. for making that that moon trip. Um, you know, potentially being able to do some speaking engagements and, and make oh, a little money okay. from that, um, which would enhance my travel via other means. So whether you know, maybe that means I can now afford to have a driver drive me to you know, if I need to go to California well, I'm I'm taking a driver or sure. or I'm taking the train and I'm able to pay, you know, the extra money to get a sleeper car. Um okay. so, you I've know, always wanted I, to do that. I actually enjoy I, I enjoy the train. Okay. Um I you know, when I went to Europe this this um this year I took the train – pretty much everywhere i I took the train up to scotland and you know nine or ten hour train rides Mm -hmm. um which i i don't know what that would get you here in the united states yeah uh you know maybe down from seattle down to california or i uh, maybe part of you know san francisco maybe um but i actually you know really enjoyed that part of it and um so i think i think i could i could do the 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 train and the car. I, I enjoy driving. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, as we've talked about, it's a little bit more unsafe um, mm-hmm. to to be on uh, in a car, a car than a plane, than a plane. Yeah. But um, uh, your odds of
0: unfortunately dying is probably increased because you're traveling more by car now.
1: Yeah, but I but I know I have one safe journey to to the moon because part of the reason to go to the moon. Uh, the hindrance is is the unknown of if you're actually going to come back because i would guess that the mortality rate of people attempting to go to the moon is actually higher than
0: well sure cuz the numbers are so low right. and even if one person passes right. away like you know the yeah. uh, the percentage is significant right. yeah that makes sense i think the safety that was one thing that i wanted to add to that because i i think you know think you, you want to go to the moon but you don't you want to make sure that you survive that. the the thing that that is interesting as you talk about that is that, you know, you might have speaking arrangement, all that. They're all on the West coast. Are you really going to like you're, you, that's, that's the biggest struggle that I have with this. And, and, and certainly it affects me, I think a little bit more than you is that, you know, I, I already drove across the country once, mm-hmm. you know, I don't particularly want to do that again, um, to get back and like see my family. So I would like probably not see my family again unless they w- they could come out and see me sure um, but that would be really tough but
1: if you could if you could buy you pay, pay for a driver now because you're you're because you're f-
0: famous cuz we went
1: like John Madden John Madden yeah you know, okay never you get flew like anywhere. the nice train or bus yeah, or whatever and, bus and, and, and and you know all those musicians they all take their I buses still, all over the place I feel and, like
0: time is valuable though and yes in a luxury format where someone's driving you i I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess if you go to space, it depend. It depends on the circumstance. I mean, we didn't really draw the criteria out for this, but if you're like one of a few people to go into space and then come back, cool. Like I'm sure there's. I mean, there's plenty of space. That's part of it too. Is there's plenty of astronauts that we don't even know their names and yeah, they go into
1: space and they've never gone to the moon. Oh, that's true. There's very few people who have actually gone to the moon.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's true. So you you have a little bit of that to your name, but I still think that you wouldn't travel as much as you think you might. Even if people are at, and and think about that conversation you have to have with people. <laughs> Honestly, it's like you go to the moon and then like, you know, Arkansas is like, "Oh my gosh, w- would you please come and talk with our class? You know, it will pay you so much money." And you're like, "Uh, and, but it's tomorrow." Like Oh well, I can't I can't come because I can't fly. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just an awkward situation. I mean, how far
1: can you drive in 24 hours?
0: I can probably drive about 10 to 12 hours and that's my max. That's, you know, that's okay, but like again, time is valuable and if, you know, maybe I'd know. be content
1: with with having gone to the moon
0: yeah i mean i okay don't get me wrong like the moon would be great and i think the if you would have asked us if you would have asked both of us maybe you know 10 years ago or something i think it would have been a no-brainer for moon for me because one 10 years ago i would have been you know a little bit younger and like aspiring to go to the moon or something i don't know you would
1: have been 10 years ago.
0: yeah just a little bit um so there's that um but uh I don't know. I I just think the the moon aspirations are like awesome, but giving up travel for the rest of my life. Oh, that's what I was going to say before. So uh, 10 years ago, like it's hard to communicate with people. Like you could, I mean, not hard, hard, but like you could call them up, whatever. But like for me, as someone who has family that lives across the country, you know, between FaceTime and, um, you know, Skype and all the video chatting, like, I feel like I can actually like talk, like I was kind of sitting at the Thanksgiving table, you know, and talking with my family, you know, around the table, which is really cool. Like they were passing us around and like talking to my wife and I. And so like, that's really cool. Now, you know, you get rid of like, and so that's why I think the decision would have been easier 10 years ago. Now with video, with video and everything like that, I feel like the connection is, um, can. I can still have a really strong connection with my family, even being 3,000 miles away. Um, but even given all of that, I think I lean more towards the not going to the moon. And I know that sounds really lame, but I just feel like I need – I can still travel the world, right? I can – I mean it's hard for you to go overseas. You, know, you can't really tra- – like I think there's so much more to explore for me at least – in the world that I don't need to go to the moon. Like that's that's pretty cool.
1: It's better than everything else. Here's but. the thing is is your travel is now just jumping on a flight. Mine becomes interesting. <laughs> right? Because you're in a luxury locomotive. Brian, how how did you get to Thailand? Oh well, I had <laughs> I to. I took take off a boat. work for a month, and, <laughs> and I eventually got there. But but I mean, really though, you talk about traveling the world. If 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 you're you know, you have to take off work to do that, right? So yeah. So there's only so much work you can take off to actually travel the world in your time on Earth. So. So you're what thirty? You know, twenty eight now. Uh, yeah, yeah, twenty eight. So let's see. You're gonna probably work until you're sixty. So, okay. in in the last seven years, mm-hmm. how how many how many you know how many places in the world have you gone?
0: Like outside of the United States? Yeah. Uh. Well, on my honeymoon, I went to Italy, France, Spain. I uh, just went to Bali uh and I've been to Canada and mexico
1: so we'll say we'll say one 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 international trip a year ish yeah
0: I'll be going to Costa Rica next year too so that's
1: so something. so we're talking thirty forty maybe fifty yeah fifty fifty country different countries or yep. trips that you could take.
0: Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take – honestly, I will take five trips to a country that I've never been to, which honestly to me is almost like going on – like it's different. I, I get that. But it's kind of like a whole new adventure of a whole new culture and all that. And for someone – who like I, I'm not like super traveled, but I want to travel more.
1: But you talk about I, the technology and and how easy it is to see those places. Like I can go look up in on oh, Instagram. It's different
0: in person though. But the moon is different uh, well, in person. Well.
1: You've, we don't even have that many photos from on the moon's surface. True. That, yeah. it, it's like you would be one of few. One of. I think you'd be a
0: one-trick pony too. I think, like, <laughs> honestly, I think if there are – let's say this trip happens and Brian goes to the moon – we we do the podcast the next week, and for the rest of every single podcast after that, Brian has to mention his trip to the moon <laughs> and somehow slide it into every conversation he has. Well, yeah, that one time I went to the moon. Like, I just
1: no, no, I don't. I don't want that. I just I want. You need to watch The Big Bang Theory because there is an episode on that. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, uh, one of the characters goes up in space and is an astronaut, and then the rest of <laughs> oh, really? the episode he has to reference how he. Oh, but I've been in space. But I've been in sp- and
0: I, I feel like you would you would casually do it into the point where it's like oh it's it's Moon Brian or or Moon Guy and like you'd always mention it. Yeah, but
1: but then I'd also mention like, "Oh, but you know, I was able to take a 7-day cruise and get to Bali or get to
0: I I mean, the cruises is kind of a middle ground, I guess, but you're not really taking a cruise. A- I mean, where we're located, you can take cruises up and down, but like can't, you, um, do you, can you take cruises that go over? Like, you can go
1: to – yeah. I mean you probably have to go from California to Hawaii and then from Hawaii on because okay. I knew that – and I know there's Hawaii cruises that go into New Zealand and yeah. Australia and that kind of okay. Guam and Fiji and that th- – those areas. I, so – Yes, you, you. I don't doubt that
0: you could do it in style. I don't doubt that now. You are really banking heavily on the <laughs> the lucrative, the income coming in from you being on the moon. But I think I don't moon doubt rocks, that you could. selling moon rocks. <laughs> Look at this, kids! I got moon rock. Um, but I think I don't think um, that you would you you would live luxuriously in that way. But I do think that if you're like, oh, I'm going to, you know you're going to Australia. Cool. You make it to Australia, you're there f- for a minute and then you have to turn around because you've used up all your work time, like or all your your paid vacation. time off. So, like that again, that's a that is a it is a very hard endeavor for you to a vacation outside of certainly the United States. But even just go in the United States, like if you I mean it took me, you know, to enjoy it, it took me 6 to 7 days for my wife and i to drive across the country like that's that's a lot of time that's one way i i just uh, i i could not just go to just i don't mind driving i don't mind long drives whatever but, have you ever trained have you time, uh train? yeah i've taken the train a couple times um when i was on the east coast yeah. i did it sometimes like into the city and like short trips though not not anything longer than like an hour or
1: two. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah you need you need to try the train try the train okay it's fun I mean, I'm sure it's not that fun.
0: I mean, is it fun in like a cool retro way? Like I took the locomotive here? No, it's here, just like, like you, or- you don't
1: have to do anything. You get on the train and, and it's more space than an airplane. Yeah. Uh, you always have Wi-Fi, good Wi-Fi. Yeah. You always have scenery. Um, That's true. You know, if, if you – like I did a sleeper car. Um, so you actually did one a sleeper oh, yeah, car? Oh, yeah. how was that? Yeah. Um, as a six three guy, I don't really fit. Oh, okay. didn't really sleep that much because <laughs> I was a little bit too excited to like. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, just want to see the countryside yeah. over there and and where was this? Uh, oh, I this went is, from in, England sure. to in, uh, yeah, London to Scotland. Okay, so I think it was a uh, eight hour eight hour train ride, um, and no, it must have been longer than that. Maybe ten hours but uh you know had some dinner went back to my my quarters and and laid down and slept slept for a little bit Mm. very tiny very fancy yeah you know i had a little wash wash basin and all that kind of stuff
0: and that's the life you're living for the rest of your life now moon man (laughs) not for me not for me i'm i'm traveling well all right. Well, I guess,
1: I guess we agree to disagree. Agree to
0: disagree, as per usual. We
1: we uh, we want to hear what what you think uh, with our delusional thinking. Yes. Do you side with with Justin or do you side with myself? Yeah. We we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for joining us. We'll uh, see you next week, or or hopefully, hopefully next week. Yeah, we'll be here.
0: Yeah, we'll be here. We'll be talking to ourselves. Yeah, you know, forever, yeah. and then uh, we'll
1: see if we post one yeah. of these. Yeah, or another. We'll
0: see. We just need we we need to go from zero to anything. So uh, we'll take it.
1: (laughs) Thanks for joining us on the quest for 100.
0: See ya.